2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for
0: details. The annual Spurs show end of season live show takes place on bank holiday Monday, May the 25th in London's glittering West End. With special guest, the player who's worn the lily white shirt in the Premier League more than anyone else, Darren Anderton. Come and hear his views on the current side and what it was like to play under Aussie Ardiles, Jerry Francis, Christian Gross, David Plea, George Graham and Glenn Hoddle. The night will also feature stand-up comedy music and a Spurs quiz and your chance to meet Aniston and, of course, the rest of the Spurs Show family. Aussie and Ricky will be appearing in a future Spurs Show event. So for tickets, go to live.spurshow.net. This week's show is brought to you by Campo Retro, the number one destination for official retro Spurs shirts. Visit them now at bit.ly slash Spurs Campo and get up to 40% off and free printing on the widest collection of Spurs Retro. Hello, good evening, welcome around the world to listen to this week's um, edition of the Spurs Show. We'll try and make it as painless as possible after the weekend debacle at Stoke, but thankfully I'm joined by two esteemed guests who I'm sure will throw some positive light on what we all witnessed at the weekend. Firstly, joining me, uh, a woman who's been on the show many times before, a uh, famous author um, wrote the wonderful Ghosts from White Hart Lane with Rob White, and obviously wrote the wonderful Glory, glory night, glory, glory nights.
2: Those glory, glory days. Days like
0: Becky Poud and what a what a folk that is. <laughs> uh, glow, glory, glory. There you are. Julie Welsh joins us. Hello, hello. Welcome. To, you came on very early in this season. I'm, I am trying to remember. Yeah, positive. Yeah, positive. I, I had
2: positive things to say about so, Harry Kane. Yeah, well, yeah. You did actually. I yeah, remember. I'm always right.
0: You're always right. And and joining us we're very, very lucky. Zoe from Dallas at the moment, uh, co-presenter of the Excellent uh, Hotspur America podcast. Uh, he's here watching his first game, uh, well, Stoke, and then obviously the game coming up the weekend. Ken, Ken Saxton joins us.
1: Thank you for having me, Mike. I'm really glad to be uh, here.
0: It's, it's lovely to have you here. It's great when you, you got in touch a while back and said you're coming over. And I'm sorry that we just didn't give you a result at the weekend. But in a way, you've, you, you've almost, in, in 90 minutes, you've gone through what some of us have gone through in, 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 you know, half a lifetime.
2: I think it's a really spursy kind of yeah, thing. to that come happens. out and yeah,
1: just, Come all it, that In way. 90 minutes, I feel like I was conceived, birthed, and killed, <laughs> <laughs> drawn and quartered, yeah. and raked across different four quarters yeah. of the city.
0: Yeah. You know, you sort of get some people who go, oh, I took my son to the first game, or I took my girlfriend, and we won, and t- he's only been three times, and every time he goes, he goes, I, I quite like that it's been the complete opposite for you. Yeah. You've gone to your first game and, and watched... Again, such an abject performance again, wasn't it, Julie?
2: Well, it was the sort of thing that you just have to put the kind of green bays over your head, actually. Mm. But, I mean, it was so predictable. Yeah,
0: it was, sadly.
2: I just had this sort of feeling before it started, it's going to be 3-0 to them. And it was. The one thing I didn't... You actually predicted 3-0? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. looking
0: forward to your prediction of the weekend. I'm going to have some money on it.
2: Well, I I'll try. But yeah. I, I, the one thing I didn't... Sort of spot was uh, Kirikase. Didn't mm. see that coming or going. <laughs> do you think that's the last we've seen of him?
0: I hope so. Uh, it's a shame, it's just,
2: really. No, you
0: know? One of the problems we've always had, Ken, this season is, is despite what people say, put Europa aside, in the league he doesn't rotate that much. No. And so when players do come in who've sort of been sort of booed off months before, they come in and it is difficult for them to sort of get going. But in saying that, he's a very average player. And I think it was at the first goal he was at the for for There was one I can't remember exactly now. I tried to already erase it from my memory the entire 90 minutes. But we're just not good enough, are we, if we want to sort of get to that next level. What is, what's your take on it?
1: No, well, you know, we were talking a little bit beforehand. I'm a firm believer that we have a seventh-place budget. Mm. And because of that, we're a seventh-place team. Mm. It's almost as if the, the, the Champions League run with the Bale-era team... Was the best and worst thing that ever happened to this club because the expectations are much higher than our budget, and we all know it.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's that's fair enough. But I mean, it's you know, I know we've been joking on the show the last few weeks. The players were on the beach and all that, but 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 it's it's true, you know. And, and to me, the worry is that you you would imagine there's players in that team that are playing for a future at the club there's some by looking at the performances players in that side that quite clearly don't want to be there anymore or know they're being pushed out and and you know Pochettino you look at this is it, is it one win in six our first um defeat home and away to Stoke City in 152 years some of the stats are extraordinary and you sort of think it does remind me of that one day ramos thing after the league cup which in fairness we won the league cup in that season and after that it just went and it's quite similar
2: i think history just repeats itself you know spurs is always groundhog day i mean we'll we'll get into the champions league again and it'll just the whole cycle of expectation and despair will probably happen again but you know it's it's just sort of something you live with isn't it i mean it's it's i won't say it's funny but it you know, you kind of have a sort of wry, hollow laugh in the shower the next day.
0: <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have no wry, <laughs> right hollow laugh. But I mean, Ken. Obviously, I mean, you. You know, you, you you filmed it. This extraordinary fight on downstairs the concourse between Spurs fans. The sort of the younger fans who are like we're you know we're, we're shit and whatever and we know we are and that stuff. And the sort of the older thugs who who and there was this, there was a fight.
1: Yeah. It. It's it's not the proudest thing to witness on your very first uh, trip to to England to see your club mm. play. Um, but yeah, we were down at halftime, grabbing a few beers and, and at Stoke they let you outside, which is very unusual. Uh, most most people to standpoint. go back in. Yeah, they, yeah, if you're I've out you have been to Stoke. But they let people go out, have a cigarette or you know whatever, and like they come back in and we were like, well it was a little bit crowded and you could start seeing some scuffling going on and all of a sudden stewards mm. were going down into the concourse. And the next thing you know, you had an entire set of, there had to be 40 to 50 people Me? singing that, how know. shit we were. Yeah. And another 40 or 50 that were taking extreme offense to it. And now you had road support fans only down in this concourse, almost at war with each other. Bottles flying, alcohol flying, coins wow. flying. It was, it was not pretty. And I, I pulled out my phone and videotaped it, yeah.
0: That's awesome. It's almost a microcosm of Spurs fans that we sort of see on social media. Well, the I was going to say are, it's, are it's utterly rose-coloured uh, spectacles that everything's great. No, no, give him a chance, give him time. And the other fans are just like, oh god, we've been here before. This isn't good enough, and it should be better. Well, where, where, where do you stand on this? Sort of give him time and get it. Let, do you stand with give him time and let him bring his own players in, or do you just think it's just not good enough for Tottenham Hotspur?
2: Well, I wouldn't say it's not good enough for Tottenham Hotspur because this is Tottenham Hotspur, but. <laughs> Um, I mean, there's no way Pochettino will be booted out at the end of this season. No. no. But, I mean, what do you reckon? One more year, something like that?
0: Well, I just think we've been there before. If 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 it's a bad start to the season with his players that he brings in in the summer, and he came out of the press conference about, he, he said five players. He was looking to bring five players in. And we, we chatted on the show last week, we ran through who, who should go and... Uh, and whatever and we sort of worked out as almost like seven eight players coming in but maybe he's going to bring Pritchard back Cowell back so that's um, Ali's coming in obviously so that's three players that will be coming back I so worry, maybe it's five other players I worry
2: well. about Pritchard because you know we started to build up a lot of expectation mm. on him I mean yeah he's done well for Brentford but it is yeah. Brentford it is the championship mm. um I don't know, it's going to be awful for him if you know, he comes in and, and, you know, he has sort of three bad games. And, and saying
0: that, I think the standard of the Premier League this season has been quite poor. And again, going back to the game against Stoke, when I mean, you look at the goals we conceded, the sort of weird back by Vertonghen, I don't know what he was trying to do, and then the smallest player on the pitch, Charlie Adams, comes in, who we all can't stand. He might be the smallest, but he's you know, the most violent. Yeah, horrible, horrible. And then the second goal was just comedy between the goalie, you know... Um, um, Luis and Di, it was just he just got, and then sudden, sudden 51 minutes, second second um, yellow card when he was just done the pace and sort of hauled him back. He just like the amount of those way trips I've done, Ken. Sadly, when after 50 minutes you just go and i have just driven three and a half hours to get here, paid whatever you know to be here, and and you know the game's over, you know. It. <laughs> It was funny. I had a nice
1: long conversation with Katrina Law from the Trust uh, afterwards, and she tweeted out shortly after after the evening ended. She was like, you know, a lot of us bellyache and moan about driving 100 miles to watch that. How about flying 5,000 miles oh, to come and watch that? It's like Julie said, though, it is part of it. This mm. is this is Tottenham Hotspur. You you'll have to take the good with the bad, and you have to take ex- especially the bad with the good. Mm. Because there's going to be a lot of bad. There just is. Mm. And, and you accept that once you decide to become a fan. That
2: said, um, I mean, yeah, this is a really shit running we're having now. But there have been moments this season when it has been absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I mean, yeah no,
0: absolutely. And, and, it, yeah. and again, as a long-suffering spurs, that to me has been the frustration. Because we've seen glimpses. If I'd seen nothing all season... And you go, well, we're just not good enough. That's why we need to get new players in. But when you see the glimpses, the way we yeah. turn over Arsenal, the way we turned over the champions, Chelsea, those, are the, let's face it, they're the two standout games this season. The way we played against Chelsea in the first half in the League Cup when we were toe-to-toe with them. That, to me, is the frustration when you see the same players going out there on the pitch and not putting in the performance and you can't blame i mean some people argue well pochettino to play, but you know you speak to any ex-pro you know once we go over that line on the pitch it's all it's all down to us and they're quite clearly not motivated and not up for it and i think that's the frustration for so many fans
2: i think we'll see it i also think that they're actually knackered
0: yes i, I really think, there's think that so well.
2: there's not only the sort of double training sessions mm. but it's it's actually quite a small squad of, of players, players that he actually clean. plays. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think you've got to take that into account as well. Mm. And the sort of backups just aren't good enough. So mm. he's relying on his main men the whole time. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, there are problems, honestly. I, I don't, I, I probably get a ton of shit on my head for saying this, but I don't think Bentaleb and Mason work well together at the moment. I just It's not happening. Well, I think
0: there's fatigue and there's two young players yeah. that you can't expect them to sort of be world beaters just yet. But, Ken, my, my concern is that when you look at the games we've lost in the last couple of months, you know, it, it's Stoke, it's, it's Aston Villa to draw Burnley. It's not like we're losing... Again, it's always been the Spurs win. Against the better teams, we always put a performance. But it is against these lesser teams. We always lose 1 0 to Norwich. It's, that's the, <laughs> yeah.
2: sort of the, these, the sort of principle. But these sort of games,
0: when you sort of go again, take away Kane's goals. Even, you know, Luis has been a wonderful season, but we've got the second worst defensive record 56 goals conceded, or something like that. Certainly up there. And you sort of look at those stats and you go, without these goals, we would be mid table this, this side. Yeah, really. Which I sort of think is more of an indication to take Kane out of the team of, of where we are with these current players. It, it, it seems like
1: when you look at Spurs that they really either play up or down to their competition. And, and that's the one thing that I think is really frustrating is that you want them to go out. They should be turning over Stoke and mm. Swansea and QPR instead of so just barely squeaking by these teams. And and in the same light, you know, and to your point, it's very difficult to bomb your wing you know your defensive wingers up with Rose and Walker or whoever's out on the on the on the wings and expect Mason and Bentaleb to be able to track back and do the correct thing every single time on the Mm. pitch. The youth and exuberance of our squad is is something that we all like to see, but it's also our downfall right Mm. now. They Mm. are a bunch of kids. They really are and and they're making kid mistakes.
0: Yeah.
2: On a lighter note though, you know on a positive note, it's been fantastic to see the development of Rose this season. Mm. I mean everybody's saying this.
0: Yeah, who would have thought?
2: Yeah, who, who'd have thunk it? I'm, I yeah. mean, when when I I found out that that he'd just signed a new five year contract, I, I think I tweeted, "Shoot me now." Mm. Um, I got it wrong. He's been a, he's been a revelation, mm. uh, fantastic. So that, and who else? I mean, who
0: think. else for both of you have been, you know, the, the standout players for you?
2: Well, apart from. Uh, Harry, of mm. course, who is just marvelous, just just fantastic. That kind of mash up between Shearer and Sheringham, mm. you know, but he does need a bit of help, doesn't he? I mean, isn't he? Well, certainly
0: next season. I think now defenders know what he's good at, and yeah. it was interesting. Chelsea in the League Cup final was it six weeks or two months after he absolutely you know played so well against him in the, in the, in the home win. They, you know, they, you know, they defended well against him. So, I mean, that's a sort of concern that we need to see something else in the game, or he has a strike partner. I mean, I'd love to see us go back to 4-4-2 four, four, two and two up front. I mean, I know it's sort of not part of the modern game anymore, but I'd, I'd like to see something even close to that.
1: Well, the young squad like we have, sometimes the mm. basic four-four-two type of, of attacking and defending system is just what the kids need to get their feet under them.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, do you think that, that Townsend is going to be sold finally?
0: I, I think, I, I, I know that, when Townsend first came on the scene, everyone, this guy's brilliant. This is probably last season, I'm trying to think exactly it was. I know then people like Manchester United were sniffing around and would really he play well for England. I think he's one of those young players that isn't a finished article yet, and I think we could get good money for him. Personally, I would I, I would be happy to see him go if we got decent money for him. Southampton in a swap deal to get Schneidling or someone Someone a bit of experience and a bit of strength in that middle, you know, who can help Mason, help Bensler, that that kind of player. Then I think we'd have to, I mean, let's be honest, you look at (laughs) Lamella, we're not going to get anything like what we paid from Soldado, nothing like him, this is it, we're going to lose money and all these other players we we bought in. That's the concern, if they're looking to, to sell before they buy in. You know, maybe they are. Maybe they wouldn't.
1: Yeah, and like and on top of that, you, every, everybody can sit in their living room or in a pub with their friends and say, "These are the seven, eight, nine, ten players that I want to see off of our squad." Mm. The problem is, you need to find teams that are going to go buy all those players. Yeah, that's going to be very difficult to do in the off season and get anything back. in return. Mm.
2: It's interesting about Soldado, though, because though he's been such a disaster, everybody still loves him. You don't get the great hate that you get for some players. No, I think
0: he said the right things. You could see, you, you could certainly say he does, he certainly he tries when he's on the pitch. But again, we have brought another player in who is prolific in, in, in Spain, but playing a certain way, You know, scoring most of his goals in, in, inside the box. We, we don't play that way. You know, we, we, we don't.
2: But, that's what baffles me, actually, that because if you watch a player, hmm. surely you must, you know, if you've got any sense at all, you can see that a style of play is going to work in the Prem Mm. um, or not and it's been so obvious that that, um, Soldado just you know he he, he can't cut it in the Prem with the the sort of team set up the way it is
0: I mean the hope obviously Ken is that now there's Paul Mitchell's coming from Southampton that's worked with Pochettino Pochettino will say this is the kind of players this is the way we're going to be playing go out and find those players for me and again we're being linked with this one and that one we're linked today in the evening standard with a um, French uh, attacking midfielder striker who's scored. I think it's the fourth or fifth highest score in the, in the uh, French league. But again, you know the French league, yeah. whoopety woo. Look at Stambou who's come in. I mean, again, another player's barely had a look in. Now, so the players so... that Pochettino has actually bought in, none of them have really. Done there are there are ever. really
1: good players in the Premiership right now that are going to be available. That I think we really need to go after. Going outside the league is part of mm. the stumbling block of the seven that we brought in with the bail money yeah
2: okay is it going to be charlie austin or danny ings
1: i hope it's austin
0: um i i like i like both of them to be quite honest um they've both obviously gone playing for teams that have gone down still scored goals i'd, I'd go for both of them but i mean i'd quite it. like I mean, well. sort of he wants for. to go to liverpool apparently but yeah i'm sure we could get austin Austin's a bit of a wild man, isn't he? I Is he? Think. Plus, yeah. he's already
1: in London. That'll make it easier does not to move. Yeah,
0: so, I mean, you could see him coming, but, you know, QPR aren't going to need the money. You could see maybe picking him up for sort of 15 million, something like that, you know? But again, yeah. it's, it's, it's a question of getting people out of bio my, my, the wage my, bill.
2: my nightmare would be sort of selling Reese and bringing in Robert Greene, actually. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's if, if that's if they pound, they've slapped 30 million on him according to the papers this week that if Man United have inquired they said it's 30 million which is obviously a lot of money you know you've got to look at you can't really see Chelsea selling as a check or something like that can you? you know that's the sort of we'd have to get a, a, a goalkeeper of that ilk in in order to replace someone as good as Ruiz if he does go
2: I mean I've always thought actually Vroom is, is a, a pretty good he in. looked very good at
0: Swansea, didn't he? Vaughan? Yeah, when he, when he was their and when first he team actually, keeper. you know,
2: if he got a run in 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 the team, mm. uh, I think he'd be com- completely okay. But
0: isn't it a bit like we have got Kudachini? Yeah. He sort of did well at Chelsea. Came in, he was he was all right, but he was not that tall. I just remember certain goals, thinking he doesn't have the height for a, a you know really great keeper. Yeah.
2: On the whole, on the other hand, Worm's Vum, distribution is better than Laurie's. I'm just playing devil devil's advocate here mm. because. You know we've all got a lot of dream signings but i think you know you've got to be realistic about this window isn't it sort of nothing over 15 million
0: well that's what you know supposedly the club have said but we'll see i mean i you know i, I don't know they're unfounded but I, you know i have heard rumors that american company may have actually already come in for spurs and maybe a deal has been done to buy the club oh I mean, the, these are just unfounded rumors of her but I so hope it's true. (laughs) So do I. I just think think we need a breath of fresh air from the top downwards now. We really do. I think
2: that's why it's all got a bit rancid, actually. You know, Mm. this has gone on so long now, and everybody's just getting fed up and bitter and disappointed. And, you know, a a fresh start would be fantastic. And I just
0: think if Enoch did get the money they wanted for the club, which we know is quite high, they can go, right, we've got the approval for the ground now, we don't have to now find the money to do it. Everything's in place for you. We want X. And, you know, we are, you know, well, hopefully a very attractive uh, prospect. For, and once again, you're for, asking the long-suffering
1: b- long b- Spurs fan to be patient. Yeah. Just be patient.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Well, we'll see, you know, sort of, you know, I'm sorry I haven't gone into the minute details of the Stoke City game, but there's, you know, it's... it's there's the nothing day, to say, Mike. Very, very little. Can i like to ask you about your podcast and, and, and just the background to, you know, how you became Sporting Tottenham. Why? What the hell did you do it? And 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 then where did the sort of podcast sort of come from? Sure.
1: you you know, supporting Spurs became it was something I did a lot of research on. It took about a year to actually figure out which club that I wanted to support because I knew it was going to be a big deal.
0: So is that like like a lot of Americans who started getting into the EPL as they call it and then sort of you start watching games, you think I want to support a team?
1: Yeah, you do. And, And a lot of them again, just like Fans over here, they're very impatient, mm. so they immediately jump on United or Chelsea or Arsenal, the ones they hear about. Mm. Uh, the very first game that I really sat down and took a lot of interest in was the uh, Man City game against QPR when, uh, when Aguero scored the late goal and they, they won the league. Oh, right. And it yeah. would have been very easy to jump on that bandwagon. And I was, a, believe it or not, a big Balotelli fan because I root for the Italian national team at times. And it would have been very easy to do that. But I said, no, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at this objectively and subjectively. There were a lot of things that played into it. I wanted it to be a club that belonged in a city that I could go visit and enjoy mm-hmm. my visit there while I was doing yeah. it. So London became a, a big deal. No one wants to go to Manchester, do, do they? they? Not me. really. Uh, <laughs> you know, in a team that wouldn't soon be relegated. Mm. You know, Newcastle was one of the teams yeah. that I, I kind of looked at, yeah, now yeah. they're in danger of, yeah. of being in that zone, and I, I have friends that are mm. that are barcode fans, and mm. it, it's very difficult for them right now. Mm. Um, but the podcast kind of came about after I decided to choose Spurs, or they chose me ultimately. they They kind of fell in line with all the teams that I root for, that team that's... Just about good enough, but just not quite. and They're going to break your heart every single time. Yeah. So I'm used to this, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Um, but the podcast came about, I started listening to The Spurs Show, among, among other ones, and because I wanted to try to learn and, and, and hear as much insight as I could. And I felt like I had an opinion, or I wanted to say something about that, and the, and the most you can do is on social media. And I said, you know what, no, I'm, I'm going to go get a little microphone and, and try to figure out how to do this. And I did. A couple of my buddies, after about fifteen or sixteen episodes, came on with me that are that are part of the Dallas Spurs uh, supporters group there. And now it's an every week deal. I think we're up to thirty six mm. episodes this season, and fans are you know getting a lot of really positive feedback. And mm. I was happy when you you all reached out and said, "Hey, sure. come on with us while you're over."
0: I had um, I do remember three years ago there was a quite a well um, read uh, ESPN. Article that in America that did about picking your team, and apparently Spurs did come out top for, for a lot of the reasons you mentioned that had a great history, really done there, enormous touch success, you know, all that kind of stuff. Right. Did you see that article when that came out?
1: Uh, I, I had it shown to me after yeah. the fact. Oh, really? Yeah, I did. And then uh, just recently, Jim Capel had written a really nice article through ESPN Seattle about his Premier experience, and we actually had him on along with Katrina Law, who he interviewed for that piece, and. Um, Really came, at, you know, it was another one of those insight deals. It, it's every, everybody's different for for why they choose their team, and he ended up being an Aston Villa fan because he fell in love with the stadium. Mm. So it is a very everybody, nice stadium. oh yeah, everybody just everybody's different, and they have their own reasons. Mm. Um, you know, so it, it it it's just it's very interesting. But yes, I did see that article after the fact. Mm. A lot yeah. of the things that he came up with were a lot more in-depth than what I ever did to, to, yeah. to end up choosing my club. Mm-hmm. But I, I did take a lot of time with
0: it. I mean, most i mean, most people here, Julie, were sort of sad who were born into it. I mean, I, I had—I didn't get a choice. You know, my, my father went to Spurs. My, both my grandparents on either side all went to Spurs. It was just they all grew up in the area. It was just, was it a, you know, when kids are sort of 7, 8, primary school, whoever might have won the cup that, you know... The, Cup finals used to be the first game that people used to watch on TV. So a lot of kids then follow teams from that. What, what about yourself? Well, I had a lucky escape,
2: actually, because my parents did their courting at Queen's Park Rangers.
0: Okay.
2: Um, but fortunately, um, I grew up in Loughton, in mm. Essex, and the three nearest clubs are West Ham, mm. Lake Norian, and Spurs. Spurs mm. are a bit further away than the others. Mm. But the, se- the secondary school I went to... Uh, lot of Spurs supporters there, mm. and it was the double year. I mean, yeah, what, well, what can you I mean, what can yeah. you say? Absolutely. Really,
0: yeah.
2: um, and I was very lucky, you yeah. know, because uh, um, to have that experience your first year of supporting a team, and it's been all downhill
0: from there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for fifty odd years. Yeah, absolutely. But like, we, you know, but once it's true once a spurs fan always a spurs fan that's true and you can't say that about some other clubs and supporters can and i sort of, sort
2: of tell you something we're we're turning glory glory those yeah. glory glory days into a stage musical no
0: yes oh that's wonderful news yeah yeah oh fantastic Start,
2: st- work starts on it next month oh really so um the main the first thing we're going to do is choose the songs Ah. So it was a very nice. Uh, Support called Willie Morgan. Well, Willie's been on the show yeah? many, many times. Right. Well, um, he's 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 very kindly invited me to to. Uh, he's thrown open his mu- his music archive well, to well, me, was, yeah, so he I'm going to pop over to see Willie. And so it will uh, be
0: music from the from the from this that 60s era. Yeah, yeah.
2: You know, Helen Shapiro, <laughs> walking back to happiness.
0: Oh, wonderful.
2: I mean. <laughs> it, which is something that I hope to do with Spurs before I die.
0: And where and, and is, at what sort of stage are you sort of doing? Have you sort of cast this yet or started thinking N- about?
2: No, it's, 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 we're still in the script stage because, right. of course, the, 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 the original script's a film script. Um, so that it, needs a, it needs quite a lot of work around the front and the uh, end mm-hmm. uh, because, of course, the front was absolutely made by Danny Blanchard being in right. it. Um, and the end. So we mm-hmm. can't use any, a frame like that. Yeah. So it's, it's I think at the moment the plan is to set it all in actually in the 60s, yeah. have nothing in the present day. But no, it's, it's just going to be such a load yeah. of fun. And I hope every Spurs supporter is well, going to come of and watch course. it. Right. And some Arsenal supporters as well, you know, just yeah, to rub it them in. double. Yeah, you know. they've never had a musical <laughs> written about them. Mm, no, they had the film, they had
0: Fever Pitch, didn't they? Well, yeah, but... Mm, Not as good as your film. Well, um, that's, that's interesting, and I'm sure we'll hear more about that as, as I'll that, be plugging as it that like progresses. that when the day comes, Mike. Um, well, Ken, this weekend you've got, it's the last home game of the season. Uh, <laughs> whole City fighting <laughs> for their lives. If there was ever, everybody's going to have a bet on an away win, sadly. <laughs> this is the game. But you're going to go to this, but you'll be going Tottenham High Road, N17, past the numerous chicken cottages and all these wonderful food establishments. Yep. You're going to see a real slice of Tottenham life at the winter. And,
1: and I am a softie, so there will be tears. I yeah. guarantee it. Yeah.
0: But, guarantee you know, it. It's, it's, you know.
1: Hopefully they're of joy at the beginning, because they're going to be of, of sadness in the end, perhaps.
2: But I'll should be i be very sad for Hull if they do go down. I mean, you know, yeah. just, just one look at Michael Dawson's gallant, horsey face. Mm. You know, I'll be in floods yeah. of tears.
0: Yeah. I'm sad. Well, I... I I've just got this feeling that they might I might stay up. I actually like Steve Bruce. I've always liked Steve Bruce so as a person and stuff. And um, again, we are doing as much as we can to throw away this Europa League place as much. I as think I... sadly so. Southampton. This yeah, is it's neck and neck, isn't it? Not yeah. to qualify for the Europa, yeah. you know. Europa.
1: And I think conversely to Hull, there's a lot of people who wouldn't mind seeing Newcastle go down. They're just so upset with how that club is mm. run, even from a, an objective supporter's standpoint. That it's terrible. Yeah. When well,
0: you sort of look at teams that sort of deserve to go down, QPR, you know, Burnley, yes, Leicester deserve to stay up because of the great run they've had. Aston Villa deserve to stay up. although well, no, I'm not a big fan of Aston Villa because the amazing run and turnaround show has gone. Newcastle, kind of on form, are the ones you go, well, they should really go. Yeah. You know, but um, Hull's result of the weekend was uh, really is really put them properly. The down. Newcastle
1: had that purple patch during Christmas where they got 15 yeah. out of five, and that was it. That's that may keep them up yeah. alone.
0: Yeah. Exactly, but you're going to have a wonderful time though and, uh, Oh, I'm going to have a blast. And I'm sure there's many people that you've You're going to meet a lot of people that you've, you've sort of met via
1: Yeah, a lot of people through social media right. I met a good handful of them uh, Travelling up to Stoke and, and even afterwards back So I'm ready to go fill the pubs around N17 And, and meet yeah. as many as I can We've put the word out there And a lot of people are coming out So it's going to be a lot of fun Looking yeah. forward to it
0: Fantastic. It's the Carpenter's Arms, isn't it? No, what's the one in? what's the one in Bruce Castle? The one they saved recently? Antwerp Arms. Yes. Antwerp Arms. Arms is yeah. Did to you take drinking. out a share? Sorry?
2: They, they, they had a sort of they, share they, issue. It's done. It's now Yeah, oh, I, know, I know, I know. I put, yeah, I put my wonderful. 50 quid in. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I haven't great. actually been there since it's uh, yeah. been gussied up yeah that's a nice nice it's a lovely pub yeah it's supposed to be beautiful so pretty such a pretty little street that it's in you know lovely square and everything Mm. lovely garden at the back the
0: old tottenham out there yeah right
2: there's i mean there's a lot of tottenham which is actually very nice it's just just that sort of great long street which is the real kind of depressing bit
0: Yeah, it's that's be, enough of the state agency. Yeah, it's going to be a real culture shock for you at the weekend. <laughs> i <coming> from Dallas. <laughs> I
1: don't know. Stoke was pretty uh,
0: interesting. Just, just getting to Tottenham is, 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 a, is a problem for a lot of us. It's not one of the easiest <laughs> places not, in London to get You've to.
2: not seen it yet.
1: No,
0: you've I haven't. You've not been to the Hallowed <laughs> no, Ground yet? I haven't. Oh,
2: wow. Yeah. I haven't Oh, that's oh, I'm exciting. thinking about taking
1: a trip up tomorrow. We'll see.
2: Yeah.
0: No, oh, no, no, go Actually, no, go, no, no, save, save it, it, save it. Save it for save match day. You, you don't want to go to Tottenham during the week. It, it, it's even worse. Especially at night. Match day's <laughs> great. Yeah, <laughs> what we go there at night. Because honestly, no, I've gone out there like, during the day to the yeah. Spurs shop and pick up tickets. and It's just it's not particularly busy. There's no one there. It's just I'd, I'd save it for the match day thing, I think. <laughs> you know, we'll I do think that. It's probably best. Yeah. You know? yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so the weekend game at Hull, just very quickly, we've got... Um, Next Monday's show, we've got Emma Storey from Sky Sports and Russ Williams from uh, Absolute Radio, uh, both coming back on uh, next week's show. Then the week after, uh, back on Monday, May 25th, is our final show of the season. And as ever, we're doing that live in front of uh, a lot of you lot with our special guest, Darren Anderton, the player who's put on the Spurs shirt most times in the Premier League era. So there's a few tickets left if you go to live.spurshow.net. And that's Monday, May the 25th at the Guanabara Club in Covent Garden. We've got comedy and a raffle and a quiz and all the stuff we do at our live shows. So it would be lovely to see as many of you, uh, especially the social media that we chat to, to come along to that event. And yeah, and if you want to go and get our free iPhone app and follow us on Facebook and Twitter, all the links are at spurshow.net. So the whole city game, Judy, what do you, do you reckon was a glorious farewell to the fans and a, you know... I think, or... there's,
2: I think there's going to be slaughter. I'm afraid that Spurs are going to send Hull down. You think so? Yeah.
0: Well, I'd like, like, certainly like to see a home win. I'd like to see us finish on a, on a reasonable high at home. I Can think them? Harry
2: Kane is going to sort of find the net at least twice. Maybe a surprise one, you know, Ryan Mason, if he gets a run out. Mm-hmm. One, one of his sort of distance goals, I think. That's, that, it's going to be good.
0: There, I'll leave, leave you with something positive. That's nice. And Ken, obviously, you, you see nothing more than a home, home win.
1: Yeah, well, I predicted us to win 5 nil at the weekend, so no. I'm, I'm going to predict that there will be a lap of honour after the game is over. So Or oh, it's that
0: thing when people sort of... don't <laughs> get season tickets. In the old days, the third season tickets. Yeah, throw the Saturday season tickets gone. on the, the sort of lacklustre walk around the pitch, half applauding yeah. to empty seats. I'll never forget the season... Um, it was at Coventry City when um, Strachan was their manager. And it was the last game of the season. They had to win to stay up, or whatever and they did. They beat us 2-0. And I'll never forget people shouting and booing and just going, this club's a disgrace. And, and, it's, and sadly, I see the same thing happening at the we weekend. I actually think we're going to lose. And I very rarely predict a, a home defeat. I just think they're going to want it more than us. And I just think we are doing as much as we can to throw that sixth position, hoping we get seventh. And Villa turn over Arsenal... In the FA Cup final at the end of the month, so we'd have to qualify. Yeah. That, that's sadly how I see it.
1: What's sad is I think that there's more Spurs fans that are just hoping Villa turn Arsenal over in the yeah, FA Cup final than they do about what these last two games are. Yeah, for well Spurs. I just think,
0: you know, I know many people you know, say, Oh, you know, Europe's important. Harry came came out in the press saying we want to play in Europe but th- those Thursday night games are a pain in the ass. They really are, especially those group stages. And I just think I don't think we're good enough to win the Europa League. So I just think so I was thinking, it's a bit like ask the Champions League. If you're not good enough to be in something, what, what's, what's the point of getting into a competition you know you're not going to win? I'd just rather next season we, we make more of an effort in, in the FA Cup, which is, you know, again, we haven't been in the FA Cup final since 1991. It's a, it's a long time for Tottenham Hotspur not to be in the FA Cup yeah, final.
2: Well, I, and again,
0: he played this sort of second-string team against Leicester... Yeah goal up threw it away and i just thought again we just capitulated and i'd rather see us go for that competition oh
2: it would just be lovely to win an fa cup again yeah you know absolutely. that really would make me weep with joy yeah just without a doubt. just you know like like spurs of old fantastic yeah. that would be exactly oh
0: i'm welling up <laughs> Well, there we are. Anything to plug in? Anything else you're working on at the moment, Julie, that you'd like to mention? I'm
2: I'm updating the biography of Tottenham Hotspur. Already? Yes. Ken has been very kind and given me a few nanny goats. Lovely. And uh, I shall be meeting Simon and Sam of Hotspur America late, well, this time, late this week. Yeah, and um, Friday, I've, yeah. got, I've got my
0: notebook out. Mm. For those of you that haven't actually bothered to go and get it, it's the official biography of Tottenham Hotspur, written by Julie. We're obviously, we connect with the club. It's a wonderful read. You talk about welling up. There are many times I've read certain chapters in there, and you do well up, and you do remember why, you, why we're all Spurs fans. That's the great thing about the book.
2: Yeah, good. Well, I'm glad that... Uh... Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad. Job done, it sounds like. You
0: know, like. So you go to Amazon, presumably, or I mean, what's the best place for people to, uh, to buy uh,
2: it? For sale on all good, at all good bookshops. Book Some bad ones. Yeah. It, it, on it, and wait for the newer Kindle. edition
1: to come out. You know, we'll...
2: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. When, when is the new edition coming out? People well, have got it. They can almost wait to um, get the uh, updated one. I, End of the season? Or a bit well, later? Well,
2: considering I haven't sort of delivered the <laughs> updated manuscript
0: yet. <laughs> By, by, by the beginning of next season, I'm yeah, assuming yeah, be updated it for be the updated for the next, for
2: the I'm just waiting around for, for a sort of major kind of event of force majeure to happen and we qualify for the Champions League after all.
0: Right, we could, could be waiting quite a while. Yep. More chance of someone like Pochettino getting fired for some big thing happening, but hopefully that won't happen for quite some time. Anyway, and Ken, well, it's lovely to have you along. Thank you so much. I really hope you have a great time at the weekend and and see, and see a victory at White Hart Lane. It will be a, you know, a wonderful memory for you. And uh, when you're next in time, please... Come on, come on again. Oh, thank you and so much. And where can people, you, for, for those people, even if you don't live in America, where, where can people get the Hotspur America podcast? And uh, that? Yeah, we, we're on iTunes.
1: Uh, and we also go through a um, hosting company called Spreaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a free app. Uh, if you don't have iTunes because you have an Android phone or something like that, you can just download the Spreaker app and find us yeah. there. Um, or on Twitter at Hotspur America, we post the links. And whatnot there, so you can find us on Twitter, social media, iTunes.
0: Wonderful, yeah, and okay. it's good. I yes. recommend it. Yeah, really. Good. Thank you, Julie. I appreciate that. Lovely. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, uh, thank you so much out there for downloading it. Hopefully, we cheer you up a little bit after the weekend, and uh, hopefully, the weekend we, we, we do go out. Last game of the season at White Hart Lane with a thumping five-nil win and sending our whole city. That, that That's what we would like to see. Thanks for downloading and we'll see you again next week. Bye. The annual Spurs show end of season live show takes place on Bank Holiday Monday, May the 25th in London's glittering West End with special guest, the player who's worn the lily white shirt in the Premier League more than anyone else, Darren Anderton. Come and hear his views on the current side and what it was like to play under Aussie Ardiles, Jerry Francis, Christian Gross, David Plea, George Graham and Glenn Hoddle. The night will also feature stand-up comedy music and a Spurs quiz and your chance to meet Aniston and, of course, the rest of the Spurs Show family. Aussie and Ricky will be appearing in a future Spurs Show event. So for tickets, go to live.spurshow.net. This week's show is brought to you by Campo Retro, the number one destination for official retro Spurs shirts. Visit them now at bit.ly slash Spurs Campo and get up to 40% off and free printing on the widest collection of Spurs Retro. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello.
2: Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com.
0: It's my little escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs>